The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today's episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. So from Saturday to Saturday, I just want to continue to express to you how grateful I am for all of the emails and all of the questions and the comments that all of you make You go to CapitalizeLife.com, that's my podcast landing page, and you send us emails and questions, and I just so thoroughly enjoy it. You can go to our YouTube channel, The Capitalized Life, and you can watch our videos. You can go to our website and learn about all the educational programs that we're hosting from month to month, because you know me, I love to be able to educate people. It's my passion. It's the thing that gets me up in the morning so that I can help improve your life. You know, it's not what I get in this life. It's what I can give that always seems to come back to me. I've got good friends that always believe in good karma. Well, let me tell you, if I were to pass away today, I would be absolutely still very thrilled at the things that I've been able to do to touch all of your lives. And I hope that this becomes a daily routine that you guys are kind of bummed when you have to go outside of the reception of this radio program. I hope that you miss it and that if you do miss one, you come back to the podcast landing page, capitalizelife.com, and you'll watch them or you listen to them rather because there is just so much valuable information, hopefully, that I'm sharing with you that gives you just the unction to be able to improve your retirement outlook. Well, today we're going to be discussing debt versus credit. And you know, I find that there's a bit of a challenge here. People don't understand the concept of debt versus the concept of credit. They understand debt, most of them, but they don't understand credit or they consider credit to be something that it really isn't. So let's get right into the definition of debt versus credit. And I'm going to make a comment, and I know that this sounds very disrespectful, very crass. Some of you are going to turn me off when you hear this, but I really do hope that you have the maturity to be able to listen to the full conclusion of what I'm about to say. Debt is dumb. Credit is smart. Okay? I'll say it one more time in case I didn't get your attention the first time. Debt is dumb, and credit is smart. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the first thing is we've got to define what debt is. Debt is buying something that you don't technically have the money for, and you are now servant to the lender. So let's consider a home. 
Okay, let's consider a new car. Let's consider a kitchen remodel job. Let's consider any number of things. Buying a new bass boat. Okay, buying that four-wheeler. Buying that vacation and buying it by debt. You know, the reason that the stock market crashed back in 1929, for obvious reasons, was because of the advent of credit. Now, they didn't call it credit. They called it margin back then when it came to buying stocks. And essentially what was happening was you were borrowing someone else's money. You were indebting yourself in order to go out and to buy stocks. If you did that today, I would ask you to have your brains examined by your surgeon. Okay. The reality is, is that buying stocks, buying anything that is securities related on margin is silly. Okay. It is dangerous and silly. And yet there's still thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of investors today that still buy those things on margin. That's the reason that when you look at your brokerage account, depending upon the broker that you have, some of the institutions still show you that you can take out loans based upon the balance that you have in your account. What you're doing is you're speculating based on time. You are speculating and presuming upon the future that you're going to have the money. You're going to find the way in order to pay that off. Debt is dumb. Debt is also the result of wantonness. And what do I mean by wantonness? There's an old English term. Wantonness is basically taking and you're desiring something more than you need it. How many of us, and we're all guilty of it, every single one of us, including myself, we see something, we want it, we get all lathered up and juiced over it, and we decide, you know what, I've just got to have it. And you don't really have the money for it. It's not really a need. It's more of a want. And what do you do? You go into debt buying it. Now, for some of you, you think that there is no other alternative than to go into debt in order to buy something. But about the only thing that I will really condone when it comes to debt is real estate and real estate, meaning your primary residence. Now, is there exceptions to the rule? Of course, there's exceptions to the rule. If you are a big fan of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he explains to you that he uses credit. Oh, there's that word credit. And yet people don't understand credit because they think that credit is the same as debt. And it's really not. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. So debt is something that you want to avoid because if you are in debt and you carry that debt into retirement, as I have preached and as I have screamed and I have waved this banner, the more debt you have going into retirement, the more income you're going to need in retirement. And the more income you need in retirement, the more you're likely to cannibalize your retirement savings and to add insult upon injury, the more debt you have, the more income you have, the more taxes you're going to end up paying. You see, this is the reason that I'm so concerned about taxes in our country today. 
because the Federal Reserve is printing money like a bunch of drunken sailors. We're going to be at $28 trillion. And as I've taught before, if you haven't heard this, if you take a trillion dollars and you turn it into seconds, seconds on a clock, that's 32,000 years. Let that sink in. So you see, debt is something that you need to be very careful with. And what do we do with today's world? Well, today we have an absolute positive thing happening in the sense that, yes, the feds are definitely printing money like a bunch of drunken sailors, which is going to lead to greater inflation, I'm afraid, in the future. And it's definitely going to come to a place where our taxes go up as a country. So we have to be very cognizant of that side effect. But guess what else they've done? They've lowered interest rates. And they've lowered interest rates substantially, and they're going to keep interest rates pegged very, very low for a long time. And what does this give you the opportunity to do? If you're willing to take the time, if you're willing to put in the effort, you can take the debt that you have today and you can consolidate that debt. You can take that debt and you can refinance that debt. You can do certain little things, like instead of making your mortgage payment once a month, make your mortgage payment every single week. Why? Because you will be chipping away faster at that mortgage than you will if you waited four weeks to make the next payment. Simple as it sounds, that principle right there can save you tens of thousands of dollars of interest. And I know for some of you, you say, well, no, I'm just making my payments in advance. Okay. So in other words, your mortgage payment is 500. So you're paying in 550. That's awesome. But what if you were to take that same payment and pay a little bit of it each and every week? It would help you even more. Now, I understand that the banks are not happy about the low interest rates. I get that. But most banks are not going to turn you down on refinancing. And if they do, guess what, guys? There are plenty of banks out there that want your business. And your bank knows that. Competition makes the world go round. Right? Just like car dealerships want to sell you a car, they're not the only game in town. If they are, go to a different town. You see, debt is something that is not to be looked upon in a positive sense. Today's young people have very little education when it comes to their money. They spend money like it's going out of style. Half of them don't really have the jobs to afford what they're spending. And what are they doing? They're just simply borrowing money. They are indebting themselves from day one. Parents aren't giving them debit cards. Parents are giving them credit cards. That is not the way to educate your young people. Grandparents, you have more intelligence. You have more knowledge and experience when it comes to money than your grandchildren do. May I encourage you to use the opportunity while you're alive to help educate your grandchildren on the power of a dollar and what the power of the dollar is capable of doing. If they would only understand that the dollar can be used in a good way or the dollar can be used in a bad way. And the one that controls the dollar the best is the biggest winner. Now, we've talked about debt. We've talked about the fact that the Fed's have lowered interest rates to zero. They're going to keep it pegged for a long time. They're saying the end of 2021 to the end of 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, that's up to 30 months of low interest. We have a perfect opportunity 
to be tackling this issue of debt. My question to you is, are you passionate enough to start addressing it? Even if you only have a little bit left, why not tackle it like a tenacious animal and pay it off? You know, Dave Ramsey, I so respect the gentleman. I don't agree with all of his investment philosophy. I don't have to. This is America. We get to disagree with those that we want to. But he makes a comment that you live today like no one else does so that you can live tomorrow like no one else can. And what does that mean? It means personal sacrifice. It means that you pay off your debt and you pay it as quickly as possible with as much tenacity as possible so that you can be debt-free by the time you hit retirement. If you would like to give me a call, I'd be happy to take a few minutes out of my day to communicate with you. Give me a call. Telephone number is 866-290-3837. Again, that number is 866-290-3837. I'm going to share something with you in the second half of this program that you are not going to want to miss. And it may be so counterintuitive that it shocks you, but I'm going to show you why credit is one of the best things you could ever have in your life. And if you do it right, if you marry credit to a simple investment technique, it could change your life forever. Stick around. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll be right back. You're locked on to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Do you understand the difference between investing for growth and investing for income? That's okay. Most folks don't. Investing for growth is your typical Wall Street portfolio full of various stocks and mutual funds. The problem is, in order to physically obtain any real money that you can use for your day-to-day expenses, you have to sell them, which means you don't own them anymore. So now you either have far less to generate that growth, or worse yet, You don't have anything left to create more growth for next month's expenses. On the other side of the coin, when you invest for income, your hard-earned retirement dollars are invested in products that may provide cash put directly into your bank account month after month to help provide for your retirement. For your free, no-obligation, growth-versus-income information kit, call 866-290-3837. To learn how to transform your high-risk, big-fee Wall Street growth portfolio into an income-generating retirement plan, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Would you take your grandchildren out for ice cream and try to pay for it using your stock certificates? Mm. No, that would be ridiculous. Instead, you would use your income. So why then do so many retirees make one of the biggest financial mistakes, dipping into their savings instead of relying on income during retirement? The good news? It's completely avoidable. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local Retirement Income Specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. 
That's 866-290-3837. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. I am so glad that you stuck around. And if you're just joining us for this conversation, I want to say welcome. This morning, we've been discussing credit and debt and debt and credit and all of the things surrounding these two terms. Most of us know what debt is, but most of us don't know what credit is. You know, I made the reference back to 1929 and the crash of 1929 when the stock market dropped over 93% over three years. If you can only imagine. And the reality is, is that You know, marketing gets very, very clever, don't they? Back in that era, they said, oh, this isn't going into debt. This is buying things on time. (laughs) Well, let me submit something to you. When you get older and you get closer to retirement, there is only one asset that is the most valuable asset to you, and that's not your money. What do you think that asset is? It's your time. You see, so many people allow what they do or what they have done to master their time. They have stuck all of their eggs in one basket. They've taken all of their money, put it into the stock market. The stock market drops because the stock market doesn't always go up. And guess what they're doing? They're wasting their time. Why are they wasting their time? Well, they're wasting their time. Because you know what? When they retire, they want to do certain things. They want to experience certain things. They want to go certain places. They want to be with the people that they want to be with in retirement. And if you lose 30, 40, I don't know, 50% of your money, your retirement, you're not going to feel good about spending any more dollars doing those things. So what are you going to do? You're going to be wasting your time. You're going to be wasting and spending your time, jeopardizing your time, gambling with your time, because now you're going to have to give up time doing those things in order to wait for the market to come back. That's like one of the number one excuses the brokers give their clients every single time the market drops. Oh, don't worry. It'll come back. My question will be, well, okay, but how long is it going to be before it comes back? That's a good question, right? And if they're really honest with you, can they tell you how long it's going to take? No, they can't. They can't. So back to this issue of debt versus credit. Debt is something you want to destroy. You don't want to just chip away at it. You want to destroy it. You want to get rid of it. Now, what about credit? Well, credit, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the most beautiful things if you understand how to use it. So let me give you an example. Today, we are in a low interest rate environment. And credit, buying something on credit, takes into account an assumption. And the assumption is is that you already have the money to pay for it. 
Debt is dumb because you are buying things that you want without having any money and you're having to figure out how to pay for it. That's why I say that it's dumb because you are presuming upon the future. You do not know for fact that you have the money to buy that item, whatever it is, no matter how small or how big. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management, dot com. Credit, on the other hand, is when you have the capability, you have the components, you have the capacity to be able to purchase that thing. But instead of using your money, you're using someone else's. Now, as an example, because I'm a human being and I seem to have impeccable timing, just before all of this volatility struck the market, when we watched 35% of the common stock market disappear before our very eyes, which is the fastest loss in stock market history, 35% in five weeks. It was astounding. Just before all of this, I needed a newer vehicle. So what did I do? Well, I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to buying vehicles. And I'm also intelligent enough to know that car dealers want to sell cars. And so I'm going to use competition to my advantage. So I looked at many different cars. I looked at many different dealerships. I finally found a car, a model that I liked. In fact, it was a model I didn't think that I would actually appreciate until I actually sat behind the wheel and I thought, wow, this is really something that I could use. I really like this. So you see, car dealerships are wonderful opportunities because they give us diversification. They give us flavors of things that we never knew really existed, right? Just like this radio program gives you alternate ways of thinking about investing. And so this gentleman, he already knew that this was the car that fit my needs the best, and I liked it. It was a very comfortable car. And so he already knew my financials. We had already been discussing the dollars and so on and so forth, and I felt that it was a reasonable deal. And so he said, so are you going to go ahead and write a check for this car, or are you going to finance it? And I looked at him, and I said, no, if you guys are going to treat me right, I'm totally going to finance it. And he looked at me like I had a third eye, and he's like, really? And I said, well, think about it. Why wouldn't I finance it? You see, if my money that's sitting in my investment accounts is making on average five, six, maybe 7% interest and dividends, and I've got the money to pay for this vehicle, but my money is doing better than what I would be paying you. In other words, if you're going to give me a loan for 3%, That's credit at 3% while my money is making, say, 5 or 6, or maybe even 7, depending upon how I have it invested. Why wouldn't I continue to keep my money doing what my money is doing and pay you half for the use of your money? You see, after all, this vehicle is a depreciable item, and I don't want to use my money on a depreciable item. I would rather have my money continue to appreciate. And here's the thing. If my money is perfectly allocated towards fixed income, if my money, my working capital is sitting there with less risk and is still continuing to earn interest and dividends, 
so that I don't have to sell shares, but I can simply use the interest and the dividends off from my principal to make the car payment? Why wouldn't I do that? This gentleman looked at me and he said, I have never had anyone explain it to me that way. That makes perfect sense. Of course it does. You see, this is why the rich get richer. The rich always either have cash available to throw at an opportunity when it comes to their direction. Hence why I encourage all of you to have cash in your retirement savings brokerage accounts. Or they have the working capital that they need in order to buy this item. But instead of taking and selling what they have to buy something else, they simply use credit. They simply use someone else's money in order to do it. So what do I mean by this? What I mean is that you have the perfect opportunity if you would perfectly invest your money for income, for fixed income, where now you have less risk and you have your working capital earning interest and dividends for you every single month, every single year. It allows you, if you have the working capital, to buy this item outright instead of selling what you have. Why not just use interest and dividends to make the payments? So you want to do the kitchen remodel job? Is your money invested for fixed income? Is it contractually invested where it's earning 4, 5, 6, 7% interest and dividends so that you could use a home equity loan and you could use the interest and the dividends off from your principal to make that payment? And because you're invested for fixed income, now you don't have to sell shares like you would if you were in a mutual fund or if you were in stocks. Oh, and it gets even better. You see, most individuals have more of their money in pre-tax than they do in after-tax or tax-free. So what does that mean? It means that if you have money in an IRA and you take that money out lump sum to put a new roof on the house or to put windows in or to buy the new car, you're treating money that's intended to produce income as a lump sum withdrawal vehicle. And that's not the way to treat pre-tax money. But if you invested that pre-tax money in something like contractual income producing investments, whether it's bonds or preferreds or any number, an entire universe of income producing assets, now you don't have to take and pay as much in taxes. Why? Because you're simply using the income off from your principal. Would you rather pay taxes on, say, $5,000 a year? Or would you rather pay taxes on $40,000 a year? Meaning, if I take out $5,000 a year in order to make the car payment, I'm paying way less in tax than if I would have taken the $40,000 out in order to buy the car outright. Does that make sense? So you see, the universe of income-generating investment strategies have so many different advantages. It has the advantage of less risk. But if you know how to control it and you think about the end of your life and you're saying, you know what, before I retire fully, I want to be able to have that new deck. I want to be able to have the pool in the backyard. I want to be able to, you know, renovate this house just a little bit, maybe bring the laundry from downstairs upstairs so that I don't have to worry about my joints hurting me or falling down the stairs. Then may I encourage you to discover the universe of conservative fixed income generating strategies. 
so that you can do everything that you want to do and use the interest and the dividends to make the payments instead of your principal. You see, going into debt is dumb, but using credit, using someone else's money in order to get accomplished what you want to get accomplished and knowing that you're going to have the consistency to make the payments without it coming out of your everyday budget, how cool is that? Well, that's a wrap for today's show. And I want to encourage you, if you're interested, if you've heard this concept and you say, you know what, Matthew, that makes all the sense in the world, I encourage you, reach out to us. I'll spend 10, 15 minutes of my day helping you better understand how you too can take advantage of credit and stay away from debt. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you, and you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step, reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.